Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm your host, Matt. Put the pig back in the oven. Bistany, uh, join this. This is New Blood Volume 2. This is a series we're doing as of last week. Last week, we had New Blood Volume 1, where we were introduced to new Top 5 of Death uh, perma host, Charles. We learned a little bit about him. I assumed some things about him. Essentially, that he's a uh, racist uh, blind pussy, I think is what I landed on. And this week we're going to do something pretty much the same, but a little different and introduce some new blood volume two. This new blood isn't like shiny brand spanking new. This new blood is like, I forgot I bought this thing years ago. Uh, it's got barely any use on it and I'm digging it back. I was going to like clean out my basement and sell a ton of stuff. And then I was like, oh shit, I forgot I had this and I did like it. So I'm going to start using it now kind of new. Uh, and that, because this host has been on the show at least once before, maybe twice. I don't remember. I'm sure he will clear it up, but uh, they are now in another perma host. Please welcome uh, Mr. Sam Haddix. And I just realized as I was saying that I was having uh, anxiety because I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce your last name. You are absolutely correct, sir. It oh. is Haddix. I don't know if it was like Haddix <laughs> <laughs> or why it would be. <laughs> it is a uh, Dutch in origin, I believe. Okay. Uh, don't ask me what the uh, uh, the meaning is, but that is how you pronounce it. Oh, thank God. Uh, and- Sam, Yo. you've been on an episode at least one. Have you done more than one? Uh, yes. I've okay. Definitely, I've definitely done more than one. Great. Yeah. Well, w- welcome back. Yo. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here. Uh, I was really, uh, really happy with how Charles, Charles's episode, uh, last week came out. Uh, and so I got a lot to, uh, to live up to. And, uh, as your, as your recently rediscovered, uh, shitty old toy <laughs> that you almost f- sold on Facebook Marketplace, I am up for the challenge. There's a lot, listen. I have a lot of stuff like that. The other day, uh, I went to a movie and my buddy was talking to me about um, some Thundercats Puma shoes. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I don't care about shoes pretty much. However, and he uh, he showed them to me and I was like, yeah, those are cool. I mean, I like the colors, but I'm not like super in the shoes. And then I said, the only shoes I ever thought were cool were these like Joker, like Jordans from like, for, I remember seeing forever ago. And then- I don't know. I think like two weeks later, because I was like cleaning my house, I found that I bought those Jordans years ago and I didn't even know I had them. <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, they were still in the box. I was like, what the fuck is this box? It was literally on the bottom under a pile of other shoes in a closet that I haven't touched in literal years. And I opened them up, brand new white, green, and purple uh, Nike Jordans. <laughs> it's like a, a time capsule that that previous uh, past Matt buried. And yeah. Wiz is like, one day, you're going to be fucking thrilled about this, dude. I know. So there's two <laughs> things of shoes that I have bought and, um, I have bought and never 
worn or used the Nike Joker Jordans and the Beavis and Butthead Heelys that I bought on the show, <laughs> which I still have. Fantastic. What? So am am I the am I the Joker shoes or the wheelies? Or like, am I like a Sega Dreamcast, which you're just like, hey, I own one of these. Neat. Yeah. Oh, I do love my Dreamcast. That is <laughs> actually sitting right over there in the basement. Um, yeah. Fuck it. Let's play Shenmue. Oh, uh, Shenmue. Is it like four discs long? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the that, biggest the biggest ever game at the time for no reason. I tried. I had that game and I tried to play it. I didn't. I don't know what the. F- I don't know what the fuck is happening. I never did anything i literally just walked around the town in the first like the opening level i had no idea what to do i have no idea the game's trash as far as i'm concerned listen i just i just joined i joined the discord server today um yeah. if you uh i don't know how to use it but i'm on there so uh if you want to explain shenmue to uh to me and or matt <laughs> yeah. uh if you want to put out some shenmue related cheat codes manga anything you got uh, lay out all your Shenmue action on the Discord. Somebody is like somebody who has been listening to the show but never participates is like this is finally found their calling. They're like the huge. They have Shenmue tattoos, uh, the whole thing. Um, they're gonna they're gonna go crazy with that. But uh, Sam, yes, Hello. welcome, Sam. You have also <laughs> been a very long time listener. Um, I I've met you via the show essentially. Mm-hmm. And we've seen, we've hung out in person uh, more than a handful of times. Um, I've always been in touch. It's, uh, is I think this, I think you are probably, and this isn't meant to disparage any other relationships I have with anybody else. However, go on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are the, you and Kaylee are the only people that I've actually established IRL friendships through the show with so oh, well we feel we feel honored as uh, you should <laughs> we're i mean like seriously i was a, i was a big fan of the show for for so long um and i, I it's possible that i that i told this uh the story on on one of the other episodes i was on but i mean that was hundreds and hundreds of episodes ago <laughs> yeah um where you know essentially kaylee was working with um former host uh Dooley and she said, "Like, hey, my friend just started a podcast. Do you want to listen to it?" And I said, "Absolutely not." <laughs> Which um, is the right she response. Said, <laughs> and she said, "Well, they did just did a Simpsons episode." And I was like, "All right, all right, I'll give it a shot." And uh, yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty much hooked from there. I've got a lot of great, got a lot of great top five memories cruising around, uh, listening to. Uh, I think I was in Australia listening to the Blossom Facts episode. All true, uh, all true facts. By the all, way, <laughs> all all true facts. Go back and listen to that one in the archives now. Yeah. Um. But but I mean, it's been oh my god, it's been so long. And and you know when you when you came back uh, just a few weeks ago and he mentioned that it was the tenth anniversary, I was thinking like, oh my god, how much all of our lives have changed since yes. this show started. Um. The the thought of being like in your in your mid twenties versus mid thirties and what life looks like on either side of that is is pretty wild. And if you go back and listen to some old episodes, uh, which I I did recently just to kind of get get all jazzed up for this, it's really interesting to see that like there are, there are some uh there are some things that like Matt like you'll say, and, and you'll you'll have said it in two thousand and you know fourteen, 
and it, you'll say the exact same thing today and you're just like oh yeah that's that's a true fact that man's opinion on this particular topic has not changed in a decade and then other things where you're just like oh man one day when i have kids and like this and that and i'm like dude this guy's got all sorts of kids now I <laughs> like i have so, so many kids <laughs> i have one of, i have one of my own i've i've purchased one from the state i guess technically mm-hmm. uh, i got another mm-hmm. one on the way but uh yeah, no, that's that's true, and like that is definitely something. I don't want to say I'm like, for lack of a better term, proud of. Uh, one thing about me, and I think this is kind of what gets me into trouble in a lot of my. And another thing too about like back then to now is all the real, all, the literal changes in relationships I've had with people on the show. And one thing that I would like to like point out is, yeah. Like my convictions haven't changed. I've never changed. I've always been very <laughs> confident in who I am and where I stand on things. Um, and then I feel like, and just like, I don't know. I feel like the the world has changed around me, and I'm like the the part, like the curmudgeonly old guy is like, that's not my rock and roll, and like re- refuses refuses to budge. But I I'm just I don't know. I hold my convictions very high, and I think like that's a very big um. I'm very big on that. I don't like when people flounder. I feel like that's a very weak personal trait that I think is not good for anybody. I mean, like, is change change when facts change, but like opinions on things, like if nothing's changed between like fucking I'm never gonna like Hayden Christensen in the fucking Star Wars films. Yeah, the, he's not going to get any better the more times you watch it. No, he sucks. And <laughs> when he came back in like the uh, Obi-Wan series, I still didn't like him. I was like, oh yeah, he still is shit. Everything yeah. here is shit. He's bad. Um, F him right in the butt. And that won't change. But it is it is wild to think about the show back then where everyone was, even with listeners, right? There's people, when I came back uh, a few weeks ago after 10 years, it's same thing like you. They were like, fuck, it's been 10 years. I, like, somebody who I is questionable whether they exist or not, but, uh, <laughs> Jose, and also again, I, Jose, Jose, I have no fucking clue, but, um, he was like, I was in high school when I listened to the show and now I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now I'm dead. Yeah. I, <laughs> I have perished since <laughs> I I used to exist and now I don't exist anymore. Uh, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna fast forward to uh, to episode you know nine hundred from from now. So when when episode nine hundred drops, go go back and listen to this episode, yeah, like and that. we can see how much Matt has changed between between then and and now. And uh, my prediction is by episode nine hundred, you are going to be extreme left wing, oh Matt. God, no. You're going to be, you're going to be afraid to offend anyone, um, oh. and and the the show is going to be extremely PG and also run almost exclusively by ChatGPT. <laughs> uh, that yeah, a hundred percent. I'm already like I already build. I'm already like a an AI platform engineer like early on. So I like I do it for work now. So if I could soon enough, I'll 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 get AI to just do the whole episode. But man, I I will. I won't say I'll never be extremely left wing, but the left wing will have to come to me is what I'll say. <laughs> well, who knows? There were the next year is an election year and you know, we've got uh I can't wait. I I'm not getting political, but like for me, like president like presidential election years for me are like uh Super Bowl like years. Oh my I'm, god. Like I'm so like ingrained, like politics are just like my 
my hobby. It's like what I do all all day. It's what I'm into. It's what I read. It's what I watch. I just, I'm just, I, I, I'm, I love it. I'm a politico through and through. So when there's like an election, it's like, it's literally like a, a year long Royal Rumble, and surprise entrants <laughs> are like bombshell stories or like things that get revealed. Was, it's like, oh fuck! It's like, whoa, that's crazy. Um, and it's like we're, we're all gonna fucking die <laughs> or something. And uh, but I, I, I'll, I'll make a I'll make a quick promise to all of our listeners, um, and that promise is that uh, conversations between Matt and I will never devolve into uh, political debates because I'm not passionate about about it one way or the other um, enough so to take a stance and and never be swayed from it. Uh, what he's and, saying is he will allow me to shape his political opinion and check <laughs> off his ballots for him. Good God. Um, yeah, I, 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 with, with the whole politics thing, and then we'll never speak of it again. Um, I, I, I think it's so weird that both sides, the left and the right, decide to lump a whole bunch of like seemingly unrelated beliefs together and never ever sway from that, that core group of beliefs. It's very, very strange. Like, you know, one topic from over here and one topic from over there that, that like, they're stuck together forever and if you're like a diehard republican or a diehard democrat you can never be be swayed from your opinions and i think that that is uh dumb i think uh, that's dumb <laughs> very much the the yeah. i would say the most interesting thing for politicos right is, is is because people on the left are nuts people on the right are nuts and for most people that are like on like are in my camp of like you know following politics we're really, it's really more about like, like the uniparty establishment versus like the wild west of the internet, um, mm -hmm. where it's like some indie journalist will break a story and people, and, and then they'll put out like a, like a two hour long deep dive podcast, something about it where they explain everything with receipts and everything. And people like me will watch the whole thing. And then we'll be well versed on it to then watch whoever or like the media just do their best to like in two seconds be like, that's not true. Anyway, moving on. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's like, <laughs> so it's very like, it's very like to me, that's like the craziest thing that goes on on like a day to day basis of people exposing things because um, journalists like anything else, right? Like, like the music industry. Before it was like, oh, you gotta get signed to a label and this that. Now it's like you could just write a song in your basement with the, like some free software, put it out there, and become a Billboard number one artist because like the accessibility is there. Um, so the, the same the same thing carries over for you know journalism or whatever. And there's people that I like and I follow. Um, and the the my favorite thing about that, and I'll leave it at this, is as far as indie journalists are concerned, is Indie journalists are only as good as the accuracy and honesty in their reporting because they don't have anything else to rely on. They only make money when they're good. And as soon as they fuck up and they don't own up to it, because everyone makes mistakes, but it's when people make mistakes and they refuse to like back, like, no, 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 uh, like they do that bullshit spin. Mm -hmm. Like people will just leave them because they don't want that. They want like whatever. So it's like, it's just kind of refreshing and it's good to. I'm glad that that is starting to pick up steam and there's a lot more avenues for that. Um, but it's wild to watch that part of the internet versus like every major media outlet. It's just, 
it's like like I said, it's just like a it's the longest wrestling match in the history of the planet. <sighs> True, and it's a. Uh... Uh, much much like watching an extremely long uh, wrestling match it can be exhausting oh my so, god yeah <laughs> so let's talk about like clown farts or, or whatever it is that we talk about on the show yeah but we talking like conservative clown farts or like left no i'm just kidding <laughs> can, can i tell you the funniest fart joke that um i have seen in a tv show in i can't even imagine how long i, I don't know if you have watched this show it's called the other two have you heard of this have you heard about this I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen about this. Seen about this. Um, is it is it a, a story about like a brother and a sister, and one's like a movie star? Yeah, it's a, it's a brother and a sister, and their younger brother um, becomes an overnight pop star, yeah, like okay. Justin Bieber sensation. My yeah. my wife watches it, so I'm a little familiar with it. It is funny from what I've seen. It's so funny. Um, it's uh, it's it's maybe honest. I'm gonna just throw it out there. It's one of the funniest shows that I've. I have ever seen probably the funniest show that I've seen in the last 10 years. Wow. Um, and there is a fart joke on, on a plane. Um, I won't describe it any longer just in case anybody really wants to watch it. And please, for the love of God, go out and watch the show that had me cry laughing for like 10 solid minutes. And it's a, it's a simple fart joke, but it's done with such precision <laughs> that uh you really have to go in, in and check it out so the other two it's on a uh, max hbo max or whatever mm. um but but check that out that's my recommendation for the week uh, oh 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 can, can uh, you guess what this is uh is it a zevia oh my god no that shit tastes like poison <laughs> what is it <laughs> uh this is a um white peach flavored zoa from uh our good friend and sponsor of the show Dwayne the rock johnson zoa yeah, have you not uh have you not uh heard about his energy drink brand? No, not even at all. I as, as I I have been kind of watching from afar the rock live long enough to become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still I still like him. Um the uh But he uh, like people are like have flat out turned on him. I th- what what was the last oh is because um that oh, that Black Adam movie didn't do him any favors did it? No, no, no. I I'm a, I am a big rock fan and I will typically go out of my way to watch something if he's in it. But I did start that movie and I got about six minutes into it and I said I can't I cannot it's continue that bad, with this. Huh? Uh, yes, it's it's one of those like you know typical you know DC movies um, a, a Snyder esque where there's just like hardcore effects in action and it, it doesn't really go anywhere um we, you you and i will will have some very different conversations about um uh superhero movies and that sort of thing because i unlike a lot of the other hosts um i have never really read comic books um so i don't have a lot of other stuff to like base that stuff on but what i what i do have is I got my own two eyes and my opinions, and uh, that movie from the first six minutes is a pile of, of hot hot trash. <laughs> I I didn't even watch it. I have a problem with people like The Rock, um, in the sense that I've I've seen him so much in one way, mm-hmm. I can't see him another way. Right. I mean that that is that is the thing is he pretty much does play The Rock in every movie. Right. Um, where like a Batista might be the the best wrestler turned actor ever because he actually can take on a role um which yeah. brings us which brings us to the very important 
uh, section of this week's podcast, which will be a reoccurring segment on every week's podcast, <laughs> which is this week in Batista's Height. That's right. You said you also have a Batista Height anecdote. I, 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 I do. So, so la- yes, last week, one of uh, one of Charles F. McDonald's facts was that he is, in fact, taller than Batista. And he also mentioned that at one point he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, I'm not calling him a liar, but I did my one my one. I don't even want to call it interaction with Batista. This a Batista sighting um, was he was at uh, and here's some inside baseball for the um, uh, the Disney fans out there of which i know you are one a disney world fan um i was at uh pizza fari an animal kingdom oh yeah i was gonna say i know i'm gonna <laughs> give you the the coordinates oh yes so um i'll, I'll set the scene at pizza fari getting uh two personal size pizzas because they're just that good mm. uh, um so eating out back uh in the little patio area and looked over and right on the other side of the little dividing hedges was the biggest man I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, holy shit, that guy's huge. I'm like, holy shit, that guy's Batista. <laughs> um, because like, it, it's it's not like a, it's not like a, so uh, Steve, Steve Carell, for example, like he used to come into the Apple store I worked at a million years ago and you would never know in a million years. He's Ooh. Like, well, he existed in the same room as me, yes. So like he, <laughs> so he would come in with like, you know, a hoodie on and a baseball cap and he's like, you know, five, eight or whatever. And it's just like he blended into a crowd. Batista's fucking enormous. So, <laughs> so he's so big. I saw him from so far away and recognized that it's Batista. And I was like, holy shit, how does this guy even get around anywhere? Because he's enormous. He's got that bald head with a pack of hot dogs on the, on the hot back of neck. it. Hot dog neck. Uh, and he's wide as anything. Like that guy is huge and i i just i seriously doubt that he is six foot or shorter so here's a i'm not defending or making an argument for charles you guys will eventually be on the same show and you can have your kiss fight then but uh charles did say he is six feet and you and i are not tall (laughs) i (laughs) listen i am my (laughs) this is not a fact of mine i am taller than tom cruise yeah, but, but he's, that, he's like four nine. <laughs> yeah, I know it doesn't that doesn't say a lot. Um, yes, I'm a very slightly below average five foot seven uh, on a good day when the wind is just right. Right. So yeah. to you and myself, she might seem huge, but to another six foot guy, might seem a little little small. Yeah, but but I mean, walking around at Disney, you see all sorts of shapes of people. Um, Mostly it is, just like people who looks like trash bag stuff with mashed potatoes. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting people watching to be done at at Disney. Um, but you know, like when it when it turned my head, if someone who was six six foot six one six two was walking around, but when you see someone who's like definitely like six four or above, you're gonna probably notice that person for a second. And when then he's as wide as three people stapled together, you know, <laughs> you're just like, oh, who the fuck is that? Oh, it's Batista. How cool! And he was waiting to get into what's the name of the. Uh, the restaurant that's like in between Tiffin's and um, uh, the Pizza Fari. It's like a little cafe you can kind of go into. Um, between Tiffin's and that? Yeah. Yeah. It, um, somebody out there who is a Disney fan is, is this, absolutely is screaming. It, is it something lounge, right? Yeah. 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 It's like a lounge. Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Something lounge. What, whatever that is, if, for those people who are huge Disney fans, you can know exactly what Batista's uh, eating preferences are when he's at Animal Kingdom. Now I need to know. Lounge in Animal 
Kingdom. Someone's screaming well, it right now. Well, why you look this up, I did eat there once, and it is actually like kind of a cool hidden the sort no- of gem. The Nomad Lounge. Yes, exactly. It's a real hidden gem because the food was great, and you can really, like, if you hit it at the right time, you can get out of that heat, out of the crowd, and really just kind of hang out and, and have some kind of casual, but like better than normal, you know, Disney food. For sure. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Sam's a big Disney fan as well. Um, he goes down pretty often i we've i've met you down there just by trips crossing paths yes we're we're down there enough so that like the odds are just going to be that somebody that i know will be down there at the same time (laughs) it's a like uh we so we get annual passes and we go down and the 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 trick to doing to doing disney and not wanting to murder you know your entire crew and and then you know take your own life at the end of the the trip is like you need to just go enough so that you're okay spending like three hours there um and you don't have to see everything in in every day so um you know we have annual passes and and we'll go down and you know stay with friends stay with family so it's not like a you know we're not dropping like forty thousand dollars on a vacation you know we're, we're we're driving down staying with friends or family and then popping into the park for a couple hours and it's just like we'll go on two rides we'll see a show like a fireworks show we'll get an ice cream and a dinner and then then we go home you know yeah that's that's for this week on the disney podcast we'll see you guys (laughs) next week and smell you later uh i have a i had a disney show planned for make fun called the wicked awesome disney show uh Mm -hmm. That never happened, obviously. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to do episode one right now? Uh, the Wicked Awesome. It was just, yeah, but. <sighs> Dude, fucking bro. All right. Welcome yeah, to the fucking Wick, the Wicked Awesome Disney podcast. You like Donald Duck episode two. <laughs> With Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> fucking no dunks here. We got no dunks. <laughs> Dude, fuck- a fu- there's a fucking Starbucks over here, kid. What the, what the, what the fuck is this Joffrey's bullshit? Who the fuck is Joffrey? <laughs> Dude, you uh you been down to the uh Magic Kingdom today? Not so fucking hot. I don't want to go anywhere. Do it fucking hot. There's the crowds. I, I mean my ball sticking to the side of my leg. Dude, but you know who I fucking thought I saw down who'd there, kid? See? Who'd you see? Fucking Gronk. Oh, don't you <laughs> was he bigger than Batista? Dude, I was like fucking Gronk kid. And he didn't turn around, so maybe it wasn't him. And that's the first episode of the Wicked Awesome Disney <laughs> Show. Do you do you know anyone um, in your personal life that has that real accent? Um, the singer of one of the bands I was in had a a, a real strong Boston accent. Because um, you do you do that accent, and anyone who's listening who's from like you know Indiana, they're like, there's no way that's real. No, it is 100%. It's so real, but like, but I, I don't know how people get it versus don't get it because like, I'll meet someone who's my age. It's some, some parts of it, it is a generational thing. Like, yes, older people, I understand they grew up with local TV, that sort of thing. They weren't as widely exposed to, to the world. A lot of those those older people have, have that accent, but I'll meet someone who's my age and they sound like that and I sound like, I don't know kind of a normal person i guess yeah and i just don't know when that split happens i don't either one thing i will say though that i like uh i don't find favorable is a heavy new york accent particularly on a lady oh no there's there's no i can't think of a great sounding accent on 
on anyone except for maybe like a British accent or an Australian accent or something. Oh, I don't know. It's like a Southern Belle accent on some hot Southern dame. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Dude, but, she's the fucking Belle of the ball, kid. Oh, dude, she can butter my biscuits. So and uh, anyone who's out there that's really uh, interested in pursuing their Boston accent, I think the trick to it is you need to start with the word fucking. <laughs> and you need to end with the word either guy or kid. Uh, and then you can really slide right into that accent. One of the f- funniest uh, sketches, skits, whatever you want to call it, uh, on SNL was when Casey Affleck host- uh, hosted mm-hmm. and he did the, the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Oh, yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. That is so fucking good. I hate how good it is. Um, but those people... A hundred percent exist around here. A hundred percent. And they yes. hang out at Dunks and they do exactly what they do. They, they, whatever, they f- fucking like wrestle that then escalates into a scuffle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, that was too on brand, but God damn it. You gotta <laughs> do the list. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> um, we're like a half an hour in and all we, I said, you know, it's been good. I like, and this is why, um, like I reached out to Sam, um, because a, I knew him. He's been on the show before. He has a very interesting life. He is also a, uh, he's built, um, you know, him and, and Kaylee have built a business and a successful company, very well renowned. That is a creative company. They're not like, manufacturing toilet seats like they they've built their company off of a creative endeavor so it's like that's you know what we're trying to do so sam gets it charles works in video editing he does creative stuff in a professional aspect he gets it these two guys know quality i will have a third new blood next week oh, who shit. Who is neither of the things I just mentioned. <laughs> but. Tune in next week, everyone. <laughs> but they are opinionated. They are funny. They claim they can talk with the best of them. And I want to say this person does have a slight Boston accent. Probably more so than anybody, than you or myself or Charles. Well, Char- Charles isn't even <laughs> from the area. So, but, uh, so they'll be here next week. And then the week after that, we're going to have a game show where I'm going to host with the three new hosts. I'm not saying what the show is. I'm not saying what we're doing. But with that episode, we are bringing back the lists for voting. And then we will, the week, and then, you know, we will crown a new initial top five winner and the deaths will come back. So those are coming back. I know people have been asking about them. Yes, this is the top five of death. We will have lists. We will have votes, and we will bring the show back to its glory and all that came with it. Hopefully, bigger and better, more successful. With the like, with these two guys uh, joining me, I think we're already we already had a good conversation about what we're gonna. We all plan to do, and I'm very excited. I, I haven't been this excited about the show in a long time. I also haven't been this excited about the show without the. Uh, the weight of burden also with like, oh, all these cool things, if I want them to get done, I'll have to do them. Um, so that's a first, which is nice. Um, 
So I'm very excited. But we are now going to get to know Sam a little bit more. And Sam wants to, uh, I'm going to say copy Charles's idea because that's what he's doing. Um, I'm going to say exactly copy it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sam, you will be giving us a truth and a lie. I will have to guess. Okay, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to make any assumptions about you like I did the Charles because that was kind of like the first time I ever had a long conversation with Charles ever. I've met you in person many right. times. Right. Uh, so I don't need to assume anything. I know that you're a, a, a racist blind pussy, so mm-hmm. I don't need mm-hmm. to assume that. Uh, what I'm going to do, though, is for everything that you tell me, um, because I need to, uh, you know, explain display my dominance i will i'm going to one up anything about you with myself <laughs> that's great <laughs> um and and i i when i making when making my list uh, because i do know you and i know that you know you know i know that you know me i did i didn't go i didn't go too broad i went pretty specific um and uh, yeah, i'm excited to uh to see what you think about me all right so let's kick this off uh sam what is your number five uh Truth and lie about Sam. Okay. Um, all right. Number one or five. Oh, well, I fucked up already. Well, <laughs> goodbye, everyone. Well, that was the last we heard of Sam. He <laughs> fucked up and that was it. All right. Um, I manage two rental properties in Maine. I once touched Muppet pipes. Oh, I don't know what Muppet pipes are. Uh, I'm going to go... I don't want to believe you manage two rental properties in Maine because that's, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> do, do, do you think I'm not financially responsible? No, I think you're plenty financial, financially responsible. I don't think that, I don't think you have the property management skills. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to say. I think you, you're fiscally able to do it, but I don't think you know how to manage shit as far as property goes. So I'm going to say you have touched Muppet pipes, whatever that may be. You are you are correct. You're off to a good start. Yeah, fuck you. You don't know shit about property management. <laughs> that's true. See? That's I, that's also true. Uh, uh what are what are Muppet pipes? <laughs> All right. So, um my my cousin, uh, uh she is uh or was for the longest time, for over ten years, she was the set designer on the Today Show. Um, okay and 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 that um like she has an emmy for it and everything it's 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 cool oh charles um, has an emmy who cares yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> just everyone's throwing out emmys um she has she has a physical one that she keeps in her office oh that's um, true fuck you charles you old fucking you fraud <laughs> anyways uh she uh you know she would work at 30 rock in, in new york new york city and so the first time i went to visit her she's like hey do you want to go on like the real behind the scenes tour and I was like, absolutely, I do. And so we got to do stuff like, you know, we'd see the real tour go by and she'd be like, all right, wait for them to go. And she's like, all right, come in here because this is where, you know, Conan O'Brien's prop room is. Um, and then, you know, go in there and, you know, meet the uh, cactus chef who plays We Didn't Start the Fire on the Flute. Oh, or the real God. <laughs> the really tall docks. And I got to sit behind Max Weinberg's drum kit. I got to go on the stage at SNL, like all sorts of cool shit. But one, one thing that she showed me, which was super cool, and now it's like a tourist attraction is like actually part of the tour. But at the time it wasn't. She's like, all right, check out in this. There's like a green room. And then in the green room, which is a waiting room, there's a closet. And in the closet, there are some old pipes. And she's like, check this out. Opens it up. 
and the 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 pipes are all muppetized so they look just like any sort of like jim henson muppet uh wood from the from the 70s so think about like dr teeth and the electric mayhem yeah but on a set of you know plumbing pipes um and, and and so the story is like on snl way back in the 70s this is where jim henson you know and frank oz would hang out and they were so bored they just decided to like rip open the uh the the closet get into the pipes and just muppetize them um and they're fucking cool as shit and they they didn't tell anyone about them and they sat there for like 20 25 years or something like that before somebody finally was like what the fuck is this (laughs) um and so at that time when she gave me that first tour like it was still a totally hidden gem and now if you go on that 30 rock tour you can walk by and they're behind glass and everything like that but i did get to touch the muppet pipes oh one up that you bitch i know i picked such a stupid fucking concept (laughs) i forgot who i was dealing with ah like ah. i gave a hand job to kermit (laughs) ah (laughs) I mean, I did, but <laughs> um, shit. <laughs> oh yeah, well, you, yeah. You know yeah. what I? You know what I did? Here's my number five. <laughs> yes. you, you touched Muppet pipes. Yep. Um, I, I've been on Muppet 3D in Hollywood Studios more than once in a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did you get? Did you find where the key is? Oh, under the mat. Under the mat. Yeah, under the right. mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I fucking it love sucks. Muppet Muppet 3D. Can we talk about that instead? <sighs> Might as well, because I'm fucking just <laughs> sucking shit already. I, I, ah! I was hoping <laughs> to, like, I don't know, because in the rules of, like, heightening, what am I supposed to do? Like, you touched, like, Muppet pipes, <laughs> and you had this, like, very illustrious story that went with it. And then I was supposed, I, literally all I could do would be like, yeah, I fucking took a, fu- I freaking, Miss Piggy squirted on my chest. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? That's like where the next heightening step is. It's Muppet Pipes. No, it's, it's fucking, I watched the Muppets on TV. I've seen Muppets in real life. I touch Muppet Pipes. Miss Piggy squirted on my chest. And <laughs> that's just how it works. And I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to go with. I didn't earn that. <laughs> Fucking, I'm so mad. Matt, do you have a favorite Muppet? Uh, I do have a favorite Muppet. I think we've talked about it. Uh, I think we did top five Muppets. I'm almost positive. I'm pretty sure um, Mr. Mr. Mumford is one of my favorite Muppets. Muppets. He is the <laughs> a la peanut butter sandwiches guy. Yep. Um, very underrated. I like him very much. And I also like Bobo the Bear. But um, I'm not sure if I saw it before or I think I saw it after I recorded top five. But someone in uh, one of the fun butts, by the way, go to make go to facebook.com slash make fun network, become a fun butt on Facebook and also join the discord. The link to the discord is on there. Get on the discord. The discord is fucking popping off all the time. So much fun. Anyway, um, there is some Muppet movie or show and there is a, a New York rat with a wife beater and he's so fucking funny. Oh, is this Rizzo's cousin? Yes, it's it's, yeah. it's related to Rizzo. Man, he kills me. I, I first time I saw it, I was like, "Boom, that's my new favorite Muppet." I don't know yep. their name. I don't I don't remember where it is. I just remember that when I the scene I saw, I laughed very very hard. It was so good. Yes, I believe that's from Muppets Take Manhattan. Um, big big Muppet guy over here. I don't um, think I know because I think this was new. I think this was from like uh, the new Muppet talk show. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. 
Um, man, I wish they would make another Muppet movie because the last one, Muppets Most Wanted, is one of the funniest movies I've I've ever seen. That movie fucking kills me. Is that um, um with Jason Siegel? No, that's the one after that. Um, so it's it's with a uh, Constantine, which is like oh, the evil Kermit. They updated the ride with him. Y- yes, exactly. Okay. Um, but uh, since then, when they changed Kermit's voice, man, I can't, I can't do it. It's like if I did Kermit's voice, I was like, "Hey, I'm Kermit the Frog." I'm like, "Who the fuck is this?" Yeah, it's rough. Um. All right. Well, good story. You fucking interesting piece of shit. All right. Um. <laughs> all right. What's your number four? Did you freaking finger Gal Gadot. <laughs> uh okay all right uh i let's see at one point i was contractually prohibited from skydiving um i graduated first in my class from berkeley college of music um i know you play guitar and you play instruments i've never heard you play i also think myself as a very proficient guitar player not anymore though i tried to play somewhat recently and i went to go play something i could like fly through and like i injured my finger like it like <laughs> i just is fucking stupid but um <laughs> hmm i'm gonna go with the i'm gonna say you were contractually obligated to not be able to to skydive oh yes i and i and i know why um but that's what i'm gonna say that you were not allowed to skydive you you are absolutely correct. Fuck uh, yeah. Yeah, can you tell me why? Because you had a TV show and I'm assuming that that's part of the the gig of being a personality on a TV show where should, you know, a, a network would want to protect you are essentially an asset and part of that protection would be like, "Hey, don't do anything fucking stupid." Dude, you are absolutely you are one hundred percent correct. I'm great. <laughs> I'm uh, the best. So, so yeah, we we did we did just like a three part mini series sort of thing with with National Geographic. Um, and so following, around, I'm just gonna call her my wife because it makes things easier. Following my wife Kaylee and I around as we photograph dogs because that's what we do for a living. Um, which is pretty wild, but yeah, we were contractually prohibited from doing like anything risky and they listed like in the contracts like including but not limited to it's like skydiving atv like this that and the other thing um and we did uh we did an episode where we were shooting at an airport like a small private airport and uh they were like hey what if we got kaylee to go in the plane and she could like fly the plane for a second and we could you know we could do that sort of thing and they were like feel about that (laughs) She was like, uh, okay. Yeah. And, and so we're like, yeah, let's do it. And it took them, I shit you not, like one of the, the crew members, uh, was like, all right, I'll get on it right away. And they, they like ran into like the office and they spent the next like four and a half hours doing paperwork until they like figured out like the correct type of insurance that they could like have in order for us to, so that's, that's like, that was a very interesting thing to, to, to say, like, you know, if, if you and I, and Charles want to make a video or something we want to do something stupid it's just like all right well either going to do it or not do it depending on how risky we want it to be you know in this this scenario where it's like a real production company there it is like well let me let me do a shit ton of paperwork real quick i'll be right with you um so yeah we uh, we couldn't we couldn't do that any 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 risky shit for a long time with a uh, with that show it was a uh, it was a, a really funny part of that contract that i was just like all right you got some limits on what I can do, but uh, that's that's fine. Hey, what the fuck? I just realized something. Yes. Am I the only host as of now that does not have like an IMDB credit? 
Oh, do I have one? <laughs> I don't know. I was you were on the fucking TV. I'll put it this yeah. way. Charles has one, and he was also on TV for like half of a second because he just happened to fit the freaking complete perfect profile of a Confederate racist. And <laughs> I like what the fuck? I I have a uh, watermarked Getty images, <laughs> like of myself in front of a fucking step and repeat, which is funny. I've um, I've I've made myself obsolete. I've become the least interesting person <laughs> on the show. It's gonna be me, Charles, and then the Chat GPT robot. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? I've I've done it. I've I've trained my replacements. Oh well, it's been fun. Um, yeah, I not that I forgot. No, I forgot. Not that it's just I'll put it this way. I don't think about you having a TV show on National Geographic every day. Um, but Me yeah, either. It, can, can, can you watch that at all? Is it anywhere people can go check it out? Yeah, I want to. I want to say that on the Nat Geo Wild website you can stream it, but also I think you can get it on. I think you have to like purchase the episodes for like two dollars a piece or something like that on like amazon prime or apple um or like itunes where you can get tv shows that, that was i wa- we watched the episodes it was good i went to the premiere me and fro you, did. that was that was honestly that was a very sweet thing to see you and you and fro and you know your whole crew show up to that you know it, yeah. it, it meant a lot to have support from friends yeah of course <laughs> i was like oh I got to go to the thing in case he makes it famous. I need to ride somebody's coattails. <laughs> um, yeah, we're, we're going to be, um, we're going to be doing like another video thing coming up, not necessarily with like a network or, or whatever, but I'm really much more excited about that because we are going to have a lot of freedom to do the things that, that we want to do. Um, so I'm sure I'll keep put people posted on that as that becomes like a, a reality. Here's a real question. Shoot. Um, being on this show, mm-hmm. will I destroy your career? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because I think really the only, I think really the only, di- first of all, like I know you you made this reference uh, on a different episode or just like, oh, somebody got really mad at you for tweeting something and, you know, thought that it could get back to them and destroy them somehow from the inside. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I think the only difference between like me being on this show and me like speaking anywhere else is like I'm a little bit more open to swear. Um, like we, we do another podcast called adventures and dog photography with Kaylee and I do. And, um, it's, you know, I just, I make a real conscious effort to like keep it PG. Uh, but other than that, I'm not going to say, um, you know, the types of things that you might agree with, like the fact that the Holocaust was, was not real or anything like that. That's, 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 that's a mad fact. Evidence. evidence. (laughs) That's a mad fact. That's, that's not a belief that I have. However, man, I really fucking hate to admit it, but I'm like, I am a slight wind can blow me into the direction of like the flat earth thing. It's just, I hate it. I hate it. I've just, I've gone down the rabbit hole and I've seen too many people ask like legitimate questions without mm-hmm. sufficient answers. I'm like, Oh no, this is how it starts. <laughs> ah, it sucks. It sucks. I hate we'll get it. There. We'll get there. If I, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like literally anything else. I'm a, as, as anyone knows, I love, debating i love make your case if you believe that then you be able you better be able to defend it and i haven't seen anyone defend too well against like good like flat earth <laughs> ideas would would you would you take a trip into space if that was you know uh, an achievable thing like financially or whatever um if if it was like old hat 
right? Like if mm-hmm. it was like, I'll put it this way. If I could go into space at the same point in time I took my first flight versus when flight was invented, mm-hmm. then yes, right? It's like, okay. it's been mastered. It's like very safe. I know what they're doing. I 100% would. Do I think I could? I don't know because I think I'd hit the firmament and like I that was that'd be that'd be it. I'd hit the fucking top like those rockets do and uh that'd be it. So I don't know. <laughs> All right, we'll tune in uh tune in 20 years from now, episode 600,000 and uh <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we'll we'll, ch- we'll check in on, on Matt's trip to space. Yeah. Uh I'm, you were you were uh you were contractually uh denied the ability to um skydive because mm-hmm. you were on a national TV show. Well, guess what? I was contractually obligated to not share the secrets of making Cinnabons. So <laughs> what do you think of that? Hot shit. Huh? You ever make uh, a Cinnabon? Uh, no, but did, did your contract run out? Are you able to divulge the secrets now? Uh, yeah, I think my NDA is past its time. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the secret was or is. It's literally just any Cinnabon. I don't there. Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing to it that's not standard. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about making it now. Yeah, it's just you make a you make a biscuit dough. Um, their their like big thing was like they imported like makara cinnamon or whatever, and like mm-hmm. that was like whatever. Like they that's what they used in it, but it was like I don't know. It was fine. I liked making them. I thought it was fun to make them. Um, <laughs> you just told a story about like being on a TV show and I'm like reminiscing about making Cinnabons at the Rockingham Mall. <laughs> wait, wait, did you actually work at a Cinnabon? Yeah, 100%. Oh, fuck. Was this when <laughs> was this when you were fat? <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> I was never fat. I was uh, heavier than I am now. Uh, no, wait, was it? Wait, we, was we've all heard stories of fat, Matt. Oh, very, very, very fat. Um, I was definitely fatter. Also, Rockingham Mall. Do you know what year this would have been? Uh, I was twenty-two, so sixteen years ago. So it's possible that you now Kay- Kaylee worked at the Rockingham Mall when um when she- when she was in high school at the uh, the Record Town or whatever it was called. Record um, Town. <laughs> yeah, well, Fye now used to oh, be. Oh yeah, used to be Record Town. I also worked at the Strawberries Records and Tapes. Um. In, in fucking Quincy Masket. Uh, but uh, what the other national ones were like coconuts and something or other. And they all became FYE eventually. But you guys might have been working there at the same time. Oh, wild. It's a small world. Yeah. <laughs> Very small. Uh, <laughs> fuck. This is not going well for me. Uh, all right. All right. What's, well, your, fucking... uh, what's your number three? Did you freaking, I don't know, <laughs> able to look, uh, look under the skirt of the Statue of Liberty that no one's ever been able to do? <laughs> <laughs> despite trying um okay all right all right number three i breed german shepherd puppies oh, I, okay. I met dink the clown at the olive garden <laughs> <laughs> i'm oh 100 percent dink <laughs> yeah i'm making this too easy for you now we definitely we definitely met dink the clown at the olive garden was um, he in dink the clown no garb <laughs> so so we're at the olive garden in oh god uh where would this have been uh warwick rhode island i think um it's some some shitty town in rhode island sorry to all our warwick listeners out there um but um so 
Kaylee, Kaylee and I have, have been to a number of like wrestling events, WrestleManias and that sort of thing. And, and at some point she picked up a Seth Rollins uh, tank top and like she so Kaylee has bright red hair. She she stands out and she seems like approachable for people to talk to, I think, because strangers go to talk to her all the time and ignore the fact that I exist at all, um, which is fine. I'm not bitter about it. Um, so <laughs> I mean, you so, are you are pretty forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just sit there quietly. Um, but she uh, so she's wearing a Seth Rollins tank top and there's a little person um, at like the booth like across from us. And he's like, hey, are you a big wrestling fan? um and we're like oh yeah like we just went to wrestlemania or whatever and you know he's like oh yeah i used to wrestle i was like oh no kidding like like when like where did you wrestle and he's like well did you remember a clown and we're like no fucking way and then he (laughs) and then he gave like a little like like a little bow with like a little hand gesture and went thank you very much and then left and I was like, did, did we just meet Dink the Clown? What the fuck just happened? Yeah, but how do you know it was Dink and not Pink or Wink? <laughs> well, from the 1993 Survivor Series? Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking deep cut. Um, I So I looked up, I was like, when I got home, I was like, did that really happen? Or is this guy just bullshitting us? And this is his weird story he tells um, to every stranger he sees. Uh, and so I looked up and I was like, all right, what the guy that played Dink, what was his name? And then I looked at a photo of him. I was like, this could be, this could be that guy. I mean, obviously he's a lot older now and he had like a sweet, like rat tail ponytail going on. Um, cool. He, he didn't seem like he wasn't Dink the clown. I feel like the, <laughs> the age checked out everything, everything checked out. I have no reason to not believe that I met Dink the clown and don't you fucking ruin this for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It could have been pink or wink is all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, all right, so top that one, you freak bitch. Oh, um, it's hard because you've been to so many like WrestleManias, and I'm assuming the like, what is it like the WrestleMania access conventions as well. I've been to a couple of those, yeah. Um, hmm. Let's see. Let's see. I um, I went oh, to wait, high I, school. I went to high school with a little person. I'm. <laughs> Can I can I immediately like like top the shit out of you with that one? We're gonna get into some weird shit. Uh, I, sure. Oh wait, I, wait, wait. Uh, time out. Time out. Yep. 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 I forgot that I'm yep. related. Uh huh. To a Munchkin in the Wizard of Oz. Oh no, kidding. That's right. Um, I have five little people in my family. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, me. <laughs> uh, so so my my grandmother was a twin and a little person um your grandmother now, was a little person yes um and and by the way like if i slip with this uh, my my grandmother would refer to herself as a midget i don't give um, a shit that they're also you I, know who you know who also doesn't give a shit them most most likely yes um it's but it was a well she also referred to asian people as the orientals so like it, it was a different time where's the lie <laughs> where's the lie where'd they hail from it's <laughs> the orient um probably from uh quincy born and raised but yeah. um anyways yeah she was a little person and a twin so i had twin i had twin little people at all of my birthday parties growing up and i didn't know that that wasn't like a normal thing um That's crazy and so on that side of that family my my aunt was also a little person 
and she has two daughters one of them is a little person and then she has a daughter and, and then she is also a little person so it's like a very distinct uh like hand me down recessive gene uh like di- like from directly from one little person to another um ah so i have a number of them in my family so when i say that i'm five seven i'm just like thank god i'm five seven <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah it could have been much worse there could have been two of me and when you stack them on top of each other they were five seven <laughs> <laughs> um that's crazy yeah just a weird just a weird sam fa- we're on with sam facts can and i that was that was a bonus one can i ask an incredibly insensitive question please um is your grandmother still alive no no she passed quite some time ago okay yeah um did you attend the service yes okay what was the dimensions of the coffee (laughs) (laughs) the exact it's exactly what you what you think it was it looks like a child's coffin okay you know what i mean which made it pretty weird you know or it's like okay don't forget she was 80 you know what i mean like right it looks like I'm attending the funeral of like an eight year old, but but yeah. Also, weird fact, and this this I always think about this when you think about like nature versus nurture and that sort of thing. Um, her twin, um, so my 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 grandmother was Ada, and and her twin was Alice. My grandmother didn't smoke, and and her twin, who chain smoked more than I've ever seen anyone smoke in their entire life, lived outlived her by like fifteen years. Wow. Yeah. So if you're not smoking, maybe start. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the FDA said it was healthy. Yep. At some point. And right. she, I fi- maybe she pickled herself or something Ugh. like that. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that, I don't know how that works. Are you um, saying that she's small enough to fit into a jar? <laughs> she, they would have appreciated that. Those, those jokes. Alice like the, and Ada. The, Alice and Ada. And you know, what's so funny is that like everybody who grew up like in Quincy, like that were of that same sort of generation knew them because they were the only twin little people living in the, in the city. So they were like little celebrities. Well, good for them. Uh, rest in peace, Ada. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my cousin was the smallest ballerina in the lullaby league in the wizard of Oz. No kidding. Yeah. I met her one time when I was a very, very little, she was very, very old. Oh, wow. Um, at like a big family reunion. And that was it. That was the only time I've ever met her. And that is my claim to fame. Uh, now there, I mean, there are all sorts of stories about that particular crew being like absolutely fucking out of control, like, you know, crazy partying during the making of that movie. Like, I don't know if you've heard any of any of those stories. No, I haven't. But I, I think I want to say I've read the same sentiment that they were like just hard to even. It was like wrangling cats trying to like yeah. have them shoot. <laughs> They're just all drunk. <laughs> ah, yeah, like they like uh, they got bo- like they were waiting for so long. They like they broke into like uh, wine and like just all got drunk and naked. Mm-hmm. That's right. I do remember. <laughs> yep. And then they would station together and, and form the uh, the <laughs> cowardly lion. <laughs> station. A hundred percent. Fantastic. Uh, all right. Well, what's your number two? <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. I own over a dozen NFTs. No. I, I I once met Queen Elizabeth's first cousin. Okay. I'm going to go... Well, I mean, you were trying to boast how fiscally responsible you were earlier. So I don't think you would have invested in NFTs. 
<laughs> so I'm going to go with you've met Queen Elizabeth's first cousin uh, as my as my guess. Man, you're you're fucking crushing it, dude. Yes, I. Uh, by the way, I do own an NFT. You fucking idiot. Now, now, there's a reason for it. There's a very specific reason for it, and that is because I listen. I don't understand the investing in NFTs thing. I think it's it's you know, it's it's weird. It's weird. It's not something I would do myself. However, there are people doing it, and if we could be on the other side of that coin and like have people purchase NFTs from us, like. I'm fine with that. I don't care why they do it. Right. You know what I mean? So I did, I did for a little while, like try to make some NFTs and um, in order to do so and to get on the whole blockchain system, you have to purchase one to like get your whole thing started. So I purchased one that, that theoretically went to like help a, a rescue dog. Um, but uh, yeah, so I do technically own an NFT. Um, that was also right at the time when like everything shit the bed with like crypto and everything. So we didn't wind up selling any, but who knows? They're out there. Anyways, that's my my stupid NFT story. I uh, I very much wanted to buy one of the Trump M- NFTs. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> because what what more of like an exact representation of this time mm-hmm. than to have, especially in like American history specifically, to have one of the fucking Donald Trump NFTs? <laughs> A Donald Trump was a president. Yep. With all <laughs> reality, like reality star president. That's wild enough. The whole, it, the whole NFT aspect of it and the sheer fact that he sold them and people bought them is like, that's what was, that's what it was like in 2022. <laughs> like it's, it, to yeah. me, that was people, like, it was, it would have been, I would have loved it. I would have absolutely loved it. People are going to think that you're lying when you tell that to them 50 years from now. And you're yeah. like, no, trust me, check this out. And you pull out your NFT. And they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, it'll be somewhere. And then I'd be like, yeah, I have one. And then somebody yep. like, really? I'd be like, fuck yeah. I was like, it's right here. And I'd be like, I don't know. At that point in time, hit my wristwatch, which would then make a hologram of it. Yep. It's worth a trillion dollars. <laughs> un- un- unfortunately, a trillion dollars only gets you like a Snickers bar. That's right. One yes. Snickers for a trillion uh, Ameros. That was Amer- a thing. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. There was a very, I forget when, but there was a very big consideration into combining Mexico and Canada into a one currency called the Amero. All right. Yeah, look that it sucks. up. It's pretty, yeah, it does suck. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't happen, but <clears throat> that's what centralized banking is going to get you. So don't let it happen. <laughs> uh well we'll get there one day um so i i did meet queen elizabeth's cousin oh yeah um, that's right i forgot, totally forgot that's what, <laughs> what happened so um so yes we it all comes back to photographing dogs it always does so we photograph dogs and we do these workshops in different places around around the world and we were doing one in scotland um and one of the people that teaches with us uh is another dog photographer he's from new zealand but he's working on this big huge project which i think is really cool which he is um he's photographing dogs around the world uh, and basically seeking out a dog that like comes from a particular part of the world and photographing them in that place so like he visited us in boston and we photographed a boston terrier in boston right so he's doing that everywhere and he was like, oh, we're going to be in Scotland. What dogs can I find in Scotland that are from here? And there's all sorts of like there's Scottish Terriers, blah, blah, blah. He finds this dog called the Dandy Dindmont. <laughs> oh, I got to Google this. <laughs> yep. Google the wicked cute. Um, so he's like, 
he's like hey the dandy dinmont and he puts out like a call to on social media he's like does anybody have one of these can i photograph them while i'm in scotland and this guy reaches out and he's like he's like yeah i have to like i love them i know all about the breed and their history and all that stuff um and i happen to work at the the manor like where this dog was originally bred um, so if you want to come here, we can shoot at the manor and you can photograph the Dandy Denmonts. And so after our workshop in Scotland, um, he's like, do you want to do you want to do this with me? We're traveling around me, him, Kaylee, a couple of friends of ours. And um, everyone else was going to do something that day. I think they were shopping in, in Edinburgh or something. And um, and I was like, all right, I'll drive you to the shoot. I'll help you out, you know, whatever. And we show up and um, we pull up to this <laughs> ridiculous, you know, estate. You know, it's, it's, it's absurd. It's like, there's no way a person lives here. And um, then this guy comes out and he's super nice. And he's got these two cute dogs and he's telling us all about this estate. And he's like, yeah, this is the, this is one of the Duke's houses. It's the Duke of Bacluch. Um, what? Yep. <laughs> he's the, the Duke of Bacluch. He is the, the largest landowner in all of the UK. He is the only person in the world to, um to personally own a Da Vinci. Um, and also at one point it was stolen from him and then like he got it back many years later but um he, he owns all these different houses this is one of them and then the guy says like by the way the duke is here today so just like be quiet and be on your best behavior and that sort of thing we're like okay so i put my drone away i'm like all right we're not <laughs> so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fly this around the because i was like i'll get some behind the scenes video for for my friend craig who's, who's shooting and um hold a reflector get the dog's attention whatever um and so we, we walk around back and we're doing a little photo shoot with these dogs they're wicked cute and then one of the windows in the manor flies open and a man who looks like rip van winkle like a man oh, no. <laughs> straight straight out of time pops his head out and he kind of like brings up like his his dog who's on the inside with him and he waves to us and he's like hello down there and i'm like hi and and he's like that's oh oh there we go perfect he's like, hey, hello hello, hello. Uh, you feel are you taking pictures of the pooches <laughs> this is this is not an exaggeration take a uh, picture of my pooch <laughs> he's very sweet and he's very welcoming to, to us to the manor you there the one descendant from a dwarf come here <laughs> Take a picture of my doggy dog. He's a good dandy dingo dung dung. It's me, the Duke of Pooch and the Pooch. And the Bill Cosby. Why does he Bill Cosby? Why does he become Bill Cosby at the end? Uh, that was that was that your experience? I I shit you not, it's not that far off from that. It's <laughs> he's super nice, right? And but at the same time I'm like can I talk to him? Like, do what? Can I look at him? Like, am I allowed? He's part of the aristocracy. He's like, legitimately, he is the queen's cousin. The queen comes to this house for tea. This is when she was alive. Um, oh, really? They don't. They don't just wheel her corpse over for. Tea? <laughs> I'm not saying they don't. They do some weird shit. Those those royals, but um, but the, the guy that we're working with is like, yeah, you're not really supposed to look at him, you know. But what? but if but if he. Like, you're not supposed to stare at him, I guess, is where we landed on it. He's like, you can look at him, but don't make prolonged eye contact and really only speak when you're spoken to, that sort of thing. 
so he's wicked nice and and he and he asks he's like so like are you what are you doing are you photographing the dogs pretty much in the same accent and my friend craig says like oh yeah i'm working on this project and he's like oh it's lovely that's marvelous marvelous and uh he was really really nice and later on him and the duchess were outside having tea and they're like please let us know if we're in your way i'm like oh my god in your way we're like hey dookie boy do you mind like scooting over a little bit for me there hey duke Uh, move your ass you fucking lady boy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh yeah so i got to i got to meet him have a short conversation with him and he was super nice uh and then come to find out later like how much you know money and land and all that shit he owns it's it is absolutely fucking wild um the the, the guy that we were with with the dandy dinmons was also saying that like oh yeah by the way when he goes to his like other property he's gonna take his da vinci and throw it in the back of his range rover and then fucking cruise over like that oh okay <laughs> Yes. So, so the, the, the guy with the dogs, he was actually the Duke's head of security um, for like years. And he looks a lot like Liam Neeson, too. And I was like, there's no way this guy hasn't killed people. Like, <laughs> oh, he's, he's so nice. He's so nice. He's so welcome. He's so generous. But he's probably killed some dudes. <laughs> I gotta um, take you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, I got to meet the Queen's cousin. Um do you, want, do you want to tell me your story about how how you got to I I g- ate at a give Dairy Kermit Queen. another hand job. <laughs> I ate at a Dairy Queen. I know royalty. I had a fucking yep. blizzard. Yep. Usually peanut butter cup. Oh I my god, there. that's the only one. Ah, damn. Yeah. Have you gotten have you gotten anything other than a peanut butter cup blizzard in the last 25 years from Dairy Queen? I haven't uh, there is a Dairy Queen somewhat near me, but not close enough for me to go. There's there's like a there's like a local ice cream shop like on the other side of the block anyway. Mm-hmm. So we go to that one. But man, do I fucking love Dairy Queen? Like I don't I don't typically get a blizzard. I just get like a butterscotch sundae from there. Uh. Oh my god, the fucking this the shape, how fucking white the ice cream is. It's so fucking good. It's so good. I oh what time is it? Eight thirty. Eight thirty-five. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> also, if I, if I eat if I eat ice cream now in this p- point of my life, mm-hmm. I will just die. I will just I won't shit, but I'll just feel so shit awful. I hate it because I liked ice cream and now I don't really eat it. You're starting to get lactose intolerant. Oh, very much. I that and like I don't know. Sometimes I'm allergic to like nuts or almonds. That that almonds aren't nuts, but uh, I just had like. A, like a small bowl of like corn pops with almond milk and before recording i was like <laughs> <laughs> i i have the same sort of reaction to, to almonds too it's like a very light you know sort of yeah. itchy itchy mouth sort yes. of thing yep yeah yeah and i get um, it i get it with almond milk too which is awful because as i just explained like hardcore dairy i can't do either so what the mm-hmm. fuck am i supposed to do eat cereal like a fucking poor person with water no Ugh. i have money i'm not doing that but i don't know what to do I think you just got to suffer through it. I do, but I don't, I don't, I, I used to love cereal so much yep. and I don't eat it anymore. Cause I just, I don't have like a, I don't have the liquid vehicle to accompany it. That doesn't either make my mouth itchy or my belly hurty. Have you tried coconut milk? <sighs> no, but I feel like that's too distinct of a flavor. It's not. It tastes like nothing. Hmm. Um, if you get the unsweetened coconut milk, it tastes like nothing. It's got a similar sort of texture to like an almond milk, so it's not like a straight up like milk substitute. But um, I don't, I don't react to that. Hmm. So I, I have a lot of a, uh, I have a lot of weird uh, diet things that I do. But 
uh but yeah when i have a cheat meal my fucking god do i love to have like almost a whole gallon of whole milk with like a, a fam- like a family-sized box of fruity pebbles oh my god i would just melt out of my asshole like it was just <laughs> just like turn a faucet on oh <laughs> gross uh yeah i ate at a dairy queen you fucking queen meeting son of a bitch um so he- here here's the thing i don't want to come out like i'm like braggy like here's all the no, cool you shit are. that it's i too do late but it's too like, late but here's the thing do you want me to do do you want me to, to be like hey i sent 60 emails today or like i spent 90 minutes at the gym which one's true oh they're both true that's so fucking stupid <laughs> it's like that's the, my my day-to-day life is very boring and, and routine so i gotta talk about the cool shit that i get to do sometimes no that's fine we haven't had anybody interesting on the show in forever <laughs> i mean i've i've been the show's been on for 10 years i've, I've said everything that i've had to share is recorded already yeah <laughs> i mean like i have awesome stories from like my youth of just like shenanigans um and there's plenty more to share but i haven't been to a duke's house and uh i don't know whatever else you've done touch a muppet pipe yep but well, all right, what, what's your what number two uh ooh, i think this is number one now oh is it yeah because oh, i because let me see to, to recap to recap, I touched Muppet Pipes. I <laughs> met Dink the Clown. Supposedly. I, I, I was contractually prohibited from skydiving. I met Queen Elizabeth's cousin. And I played keyboard for Taylor Swift's band. Or I have over 60 awards in photography. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. I'm going to go ahead and say you've played keyboards with Taylor Swift's band. My guess is that Taylor Swift's band does like out gigs as like a totally separate band and you jammed with them or something to that regard. And I'm guessing that you have many awards, but you don't have over 60. So I'm going to go with keyboards for Taylor Swift's band. Uh, I have zero awards in photography. Um, <laughs> you fucking and, loser. And you are 100% correct in the reason why I played with Taylor Swift's band. That's so funny. Uh, I know so <laughs> much about everything. <laughs> so, so yeah, the, the whole scoop with Taylor Swift's band, it's very interesting. She's had basically the same band for the last decade, um, which is like live band, which is very cool because she certainly doesn't have to do that. She can play with whoever she wants at any time. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I've got a good friend of mine also from Berkeley who, um, uh, do you know the band, the Raspberries? They, the are, only they song- are they a cranberries? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're the poor man's cranberries. <laughs> the, the only song you might know from them is called Go All the Way, and it was pretty. It was featured pretty heavily in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, oh, I will look it up. So, so yeah, the Raspberries they they had a, a big hit in the sixties with Go All the Way, and they, oh, they're old. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, they're really old. Um, so in the early two thousands, they were going to do their like. Here it is. Oh, this song. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, so when they when they go to do their reunion thing in early 2000s they hired a couple of like extra people to play in the live band um my buddy derek was one of them he played percussion and then um taylor swift's now current guitarist paul was also in that band so they became kind of friends and they played for a while there um i got a text from derek out of the blue one day about 10 years ago and he's like uh 
Dude, my friends play in a um, Eagles tribute band, and <laughs> okay, and they need a keyboard player to fill in for them at a gig at the House of Blues in Cleveland, Ohio. Can you do it? A keyboard is not my principal instrument by any means, but I was like, sure, <laughs> like fucking fuck it, why not? What do I need to learn? He's like, here are the thirty-five Eagles songs. You need oh to my learn. god! <laughs> I was like, fucking Christ! And so like. For about two months, I was just like in Eagles keyboard mode, which was really funny. Um, I was like, do we have like a practice or anything? He's like, no, you just show up at the House of Blues with your keyboard. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, so I show up and I meet this band for the first time, like, you know, two hours before we're going to go on. And when they're setting everything up and, and we get the talking and, and they're like, yeah, we're doing this tonight. And then like tomorrow night, like we're doing like an 80s, like like an 80s tribute band at this at this club and then like you know next month we go on tour with taylor and we're like taylor who and like taylor swift and like oh no big deal um and and so it's the the guitar player the bass player and the drummer um are just like constantly playing live like if they're not touring a huge stadium they're playing like the local pizza place which is so weird but it, it speaks to like how much they just love to play um and so like then i was immediately like oh i'm not good enough to be <laughs> standing where i am right now you've you've all made a terrible mistake <laughs> yes uh my only goal that entire night was to not fully embarrass myself um and i think i did pretty good there was one song that they didn't tell me they played in a different key than the original so when my part came in and everything was wrong that paul the guitar player just turned to me and it kind of just like made a little gesture and i was like oh he's telling me to change the key i don't know it in that key well here we go <laughs> yikes <laughs> uh luckily i was able to again just like do do a passable job but um yeah we're like friends on facebook and everything and i see them like posting like oh here's behind the scenes at like fucking whatever stadium i'm not good enough friends with them to be like hey will you get me like five backstage paths because i'm sure everyone that they've ever met does that and i don't want to be shitty yeah 100 um, i i agree but um but yeah i got to play with with taylor swift's band we were playing 35 eagle songs at the house of blues in cleveland that so did you live in cleveland at the time no i fucking drove there it sucked <laughs> really you guys yeah. so they were like they that's so why'd your friend i don't know why'd your friend <laughs> ask ask you like ask they, you i because i i thought i miss i must have missed that beginning part i i probably i probably glazed over it basically they have a keyboard player so he couldn't make this one particular gig um my friend uh was also filling in for their other percussion player and i guess they asked him like do you know anyone that plays keyboards and they're like oh my buddy sam plays keyboards and i'm just like i kind of want keyboards i don't know <laughs> i have a keyboard <laughs> i have a keyboard um but uh but no, that it was just kind of like a friend of a friend, and then just uh, saying saying yes to a weird, scary opportunity in the middle of a uh, you know in the middle of the United States for no reason. That's crazy. So, um, I, let's see. I I have played not with like the backing band, but I have played guitar with Saves the Day proper um, before. And I know it's not like. Taylor Swift, but you didn't play with Taylor Swift. You That's true. With, you played with the band. I played. Um, I have a video of it too, uh, which is cool. So, do you remember? And I thought this was cool. They've never, no one's ever done it again. I think there was a lot of like shysty 
like people never got what they paid for type of deal. But there was this like program business thing where you would bid on different things from bands. Um, and like, uh, like I think it was for charity, but you would bid on things like, uh, like the thing I bid on was to jam with the band during, you know, before a show during sound check on their next yep. tour. Yep. And I, I bid on that and I won that. Um, but there were other things too of like a private acoustic set at your house, um, signed merch, different stuff like that. And a bunch of bands did it and they all had like different things that you could do. And I thought it was, I, was, I thought it was kind of neat because it was just, I'd never like seen that before. And it was like, it was like a whole bunch of different things. So that's what I, I did. And I got to play with them and they're, they're my favorite band. So playing guitar with your favorite band is a, is a cool thing. That's very cool. Um, and I played like two of their songs and we played that we just jammed on like Weezer tunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Say it ain't so you can always pull that one out real quick. Oh yeah. So I'd like, I played like, uh, at your funeral with them and then just like some other bullshit and, uh, like their guitar player kept like trying to show me the next chord in the song. And I was like, dude, I know the fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you, I know better. Yeah, like, come on. What do you think? I think I'm... Uh, yeah, I mean, at the time, I was probably as good as he was, at least. Um, but I don't know. That's cool. I I mean, I think that's awesome. I mean, to play with your favorite band is, is fucking next level. Yeah, um, I, mean, I, have, I have a whole tattoo sleeve of this band with the singer, the singer's, like, autograph on it. So the play with them was cool. I had a good time. I had the video. I'll have to put it up somewhere. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, what? So did you get to bring your own rig or did no. you plug into their shit? No, I, 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 well, that was the other thing too. I got to play the singer's guitar because mm-hmm. he just sang. He just like handed me his guitar. I was like, sick. Uh, <laughs> even though it was like a Les Paul, which I don't like. So I was like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, that's fun. Um, it's not much more to that story. He doesn't remember me anymore he used to know who i was because i went to shows so often and i was always up front he knew me because of my tattoos he thought my name was dave um he'd always be like dave i was like hey good enough (laughs) (laughs) um but i saw him pretty recently and they were really good it was it was i was because the time i saw him before that he was like kind of a mess uh and this time was very different and um i actually saw him a few weeks ago they played one thing I like now is like a lot of bands that we liked as kids, they're like albums have like 25th year anniversaries. So they're like playing the albums front to back. Yep. Um, so they played their first album ever from when they were like 16, they recorded it. Um, it was sick. Cause there's a lot of songs <laughs> that, uh, I never thought I'd hear ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of fun. I moved around a lot. I went by myself because um, my wife was supposed to go. It's uh, one of her favorite bands too, but uh, being pregnant, she wasn't feeling it. And I was like, that's fine. And I was going to like meet friends down there. Um, but I got there early. So when I got there, no one was there. And I wasn't it, planning on standing up front, but it was like an evening with the band. So there was like no opener. It was just them. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I mean, fuck it. I'll just stand here as long as I can stand it. Um, and I was there the whole time and it wasn't bad and it was good. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than bad. It's good. Uh, all right. Well, that was an incredible high, very interesting list. You piece of shit. 
Um, I'm only going to get less interesting from here, so. I don't know. I don't know. You got a lot. You have a very, you, you lead a very interesting life. You've been to a lot of places. Your world traveled. Um, I think, I think there's a lot more. I think that bucket goes very deep. So I'm sure we'll hear all about it on the upcoming episodes. Um, so that'd be good. Uh, how was, uh, how was the episode? Did you have fun? Did you like it? You hated it? You know, I think I'll come back next week if you'll have me. Well, actually, no, I won't. I won't because you'll have a chat GPT robot next week. I know. Imagine that was the third. It was just some chat GPT robot. <laughs> Hello, Matt. I agree with everything you are saying. <laughs> Finally, someone who gets it. Um, but uh, no, I'm I'm pumped to come back. Uh, I'm pumped to get into some some like real good topics lists. I'm very opinionated. Um, I think I've got a different uh outlook on a lot of uh, pop culture stuff than a lot of the the guys we've had on before so i'm interested to talk about some new stuff cool and um uh i'm going to also uh plug some shit before before i go if that's okay with you uh i mean uh, what am i gonna do pretty much pretty much nothing no i i need i need I need to plug it because it's been my entire life for this entire year. And I can't just not say anything about it if I'm going to reach even one new person. I'm so, running so, my... So this is like a very like important aspect of your of your life. This is like a big deal. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a huge deal. Uh, and that's why I'm willing to ruin this podcast by uh, shilling at the end of it. Um, I'm running my own photography conference this year um, in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's all about photographing dogs it's called shutterhound um mm. you can go to shutterhoundconference.com and it's september 5th 6th and 7th at the mirage in las vegas las vegas nevada we've got some really big names in our really weird dog photography industry but if you want to check it out i mean go to the website look it up you can kind of learn what it's all about uh but that's been my entire life for the last year is working on every single detail planning this event and september 5th 6th and 7th september 8th I will be able to breathe and consider what to do with the rest of my life. But for now, that's my entire life. So I might as well mention it on this podcast. With how much work has gone into it, do you foresee this being an annual thing? I, or is it too early to say uh, because you haven't fully completed the task yet? I I don't think that we could do it annually. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say we're not going to do a second one, but like it might be in every other year sort of thing, every couple of years, something like that. It's not going to be uh, a Bimon sci-fi con. I no, I need to live my life <laughs> and, and I can't do so when I'm like, when I, when I joked about sending 60 emails like earlier today, that's like not really an exaggeration. That's all I do is I wake up and I just like emailing, emailing, emailing to coordinate so many moving parts to this thing that it would blow your fucking mind right out of the back <laughs> of your head. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there are there are easier ways to make a buck. So uh, yeah, will I do it every year? No, but we're doing it this year. So if you're listening to this in the present, check that shit out. Um, you find my OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. That's that's the only thing I'm plugging for for this week. But uh, I, check I, it out if you get a chance. One should we I, start an OnlyFans? You yeah, and I? should we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say one thing. I definitely am wanting to uh, start doing on the show is I want to get I want to start booking guests mm -hmm. uh, of some kind. Like I really we we really got to branch out into getting our like fingers into other shows and like kind of doing that whole podcast networking thing. Something we've never really done. Um, 
But man, I would love to get like some OnlyFans model on and just like just ask the questions I'm dying to ask. I have a <laughs> I have a friend. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I I have a friend who uh works for a company. They're all local. This is all based around the Boston area that they're the biggest OnlyFans management company in like the world. Um and so a friend of mine manages like four or five like accounts from like different uh, OnlyFans models. And so we could probably get the hookup if you really want to. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if you want to poison that well. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not, I don't want to be bound to, you know what it's like? It's like when I have something that I need to get done around the house. Mm-hmm. I don't want a friend or family member to do it because I want to be able to like fire them without any social consequence if they're yep. doing a bad job. So <laughs> I, I w- maybe, but like, I, if, if I'm like, hey, um, so your asshole, I'm looking at it right now. I got a question. Like, that's like, <laughs> I was like, there's a spot to the right of it. Do you know what that is? Is that, is that something to be concerned about? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Is, I'll put it this way. If they're cool with it, then I'm cool with it. <laughs> but like, I just don't want to be on a leash. I, yeah. And I, I don't know these people because again, my, my friend only manages their accounts. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't right do it like himself um so anywho uh we'll 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 brainstorm some fun guests we can bring in we'll figure it out yeah we'll be be that or you know we'll get a muppet on or something like that (laughs) uh all right well sam awesome episode very pumped very excited look forward to doing more episodes uh next week again we'll have new blood volume three and uh then we'll have the game show and then we'll be off to the races uh anything else you want to plug or say before we go uh, head head on over to the Discord and teach me how to use it. Uh, yes. I am uh, Sammy three times on. Oh yeah, I saw on the that. Discord. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, also time as in the herb. Yep, I saw um, that as well. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but yes, t- teach me how to use it. Send me your fan mu, uh, sh- Shenmu fan fiction or whatever the <laughs> fuck we're doing over there now. <laughs> yeah, let's let's bring back Shenmu fan fiction. <laughs> Write us a long, lengthy Shenmu fan <laughs> fanfic. Yeah. Uh, no, awesome. Uh, I had a good time. Follow us on Twitter at top five of death. Follow us on Instagram at top five of death. Go to make fun dot, uh, actually, yeah, you can still go to make fun dot network. I think it's still routes there or go to facebook.com slash make fun network, become a fun butt there, support the show, uh, lo- review like us five stars anywhere you can. Uh, and as always smell you later.